Salem's Lot journey. We got all the dead kids here with us, and we're be- we're about ready to roll out. All right, we got James, what up, Anthony, Melissa, and Matt. what up? What up? We were all out of sync with that. That was we are not yeah, in sync. Bit. You know, we have we just get back as many into our Wu-Sa zone now. Yeah, yeah. Get back into our happy place. Mm-hmm. Back in the happy zone. Back in the saddle. Back on the beat. Back on the beat. That's right. <laughs> Tony Back says our the, favorite car. Maine, what, did you, what did you call it? Maine, California? Maine, California. California That's right. Yeah. Back in Maine, California. <laughs> Sunny Maine, California. Ladies and gentlemen. Sunny Maine, California. Now, Tony wasn't as upset with the intro to this one. No. As he was with the no. previous. He actually looks excited today. Yeah. I'm on All vacation, style. that's why. Fuck yeah, vacation. I need a vacation. Oh yeah, vacation, what's that? <laughs> I need a fucking vacation, let me tell you. This is, uh, I believe this is uh, just a slow coming, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's got the moon and I think... Uh, the moon and the stars. Mm-hmm. So, before, you know, since the last episode, we realized we're not in sync. But we're, we're the not. dead kids of Derry. We are the dead kids of Derry. We but were in be a pop band. And but if we were in sync, I would absolutely be Joey Fatoni. I'm just saying. Fatoni is the best one. I agree. He did uh, a song got, with the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. That's all we he did. We met him too. Credits. He's, uh, he's nice too. He, he is. Cool he's a good dude. He's a cool dude, I'm, yeah. Mel met him a few times. And she introduced us. Mel used to sleep with him. Ah, that's wanted me to. Back in the days, and everybody sleeping with everybody now, Because we're in Salem's lot, dude. What else happened? Yeah. You get it? You fucking and, sucked and off. Sunny California, Maine. Come to come to come to Scenics, uh, Salem's lot in California, Maine. You visit for the lobsters, you stay for the inbreeding. That's what's up. <laughs> Enjoy the nice weather. Yeah. Enjoy the fine weather while you inbreed <laughs> outside. I got to admit, I do love that house. I the like Marston that. house. This the house, the house in the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's the fun fact about that, though. Totally 100 percent fake. Yeah, the whole front of it was. Uh, yeah, they built they built a fake front because they didn't get they couldn't get the house they wanted. Yeah, which is kind of cool at the same time as as long as it took even though it took a lot of work to probably get that mm-hmm. built. That's what we got going on here. Is our hero still? <laughs> in love trying to win over Sarah. Yeah, baby blue. Yeah. Susan, I mean, my bad. Right. Hutch could have gotten any piece of ass in that whole town easily. Boom, boom, Bonnie, doesn't matter. He went for Bonnie. I love how every time he went for the top of the mountain, though. <laughs> that chick is straight up always eavesdropping on his conversation. That's what they do. That's uh, good old Evie Prunier. 
Like, I didn't mean to hear you say you murdered somebody, but here's some fresh towels. Yeah. Yeah, basically. That's basically. when you need the towel. That's when you need the towels the most after a murder. That's when yeah, I like a towel. Yeah, like towels to mop up all the blood. Yep. That's when I like a towel. That's true. <laughs> Whoa. I really do. Now, like this is what a kid's room looks well. like back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's what my bedroom looked like when Certain I was a kid. kid. Yeah. I don't know. I was, was always that a propane tank. Yeah, that that was me when I was a kid, too. man. I'm telling you, you could you could be cooking math. It's true, but that was me, man. I was obsessed with fucking monster models and. I used to build a car ones when I was little, but not, I never did monster ones. I did the cars, not the monsters. Yeah. I always, I I always went, I always went hard with my geekdom. I was I had to. The the cars didn't really do it for me, but I only got into it because my dad built the car ones and like the yeah. like, full size like uh, replicas of like military mm. planes and whatnot. So I started doing it just as something to do with him. We uh, we me and Mel got gifts that were for everybody, so to speak. Yeah, you got the safe ones. The yeah. the, the aunts and the uncles were like, sure. <laughs> yeah, the ones that, the ones that got left up on the out. shelf until there was adult supervision allow around to you know allow nah, us to use them. <laughs> I know I wore that I wore that flag high and proud in the air. Trust me, my much to my dad's dismay. But yeah, no, it was like he used to hand me like car models and stuff, and I'd be like, What's "What? What? What the fuck? I want that Wolfman model instead." Bingo! Exactly. I like that See, see Mark's dad, Mark Petrie's dad, doesn't get him as much as my dad didn't get me. I get it. Yeah, I I get this kid. You can relate. Exactly. He's already showing more interest in his son than I think uh, (laughs) (laughs) most people have seen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, you try to tie a kid up with a rope, you're going to jail. Fucking child endangerment. Nowadays, you don't even see kids with models anymore. Yeah. Well, this nah. bedroom, yeah, this bedroom would be banned. This would be like, they'd consider him like a Columbine kid if they seen his bedroom. Right? Seriously, they'd cancel culture on him of his enjoyment factor. They'd be, they'd be expected, like, the kid, though, would be like, why would why would I build it in real life when I can build it in Minecraft? That's that's the thing. Yeah, yeah that's, I, I still haven't figured out. The or, Fortnite. or Fortnite. Or Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite's a big one with the kids. It's it's my nephews all fucking day right there. Yeah, yeah, like hours in front of it, right? Ridiculous. I don't. I I watch him and I'm like, I don't even understand. He's our favorite cop. Oh, there he goes. Back <laughs> there he goes. He's back in action. Bag of donuts. I forgot in the last one that we t- mentioned that he's the uh, in Cat's Eye, the other Stephen King movie. He's no. like the dude who puts him out on the on the roof. Oh he, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. He's that yeah. dude. Yeah, the, like the mob yeah. guy. No, we didn't mention that last episode, I don't think. No, we didn't. I actually that is forgot. an interesting anecdote, though. Oh, thank you. More baby blue. More baby blue. <laughs> they love... I'm telling you, man. Pastels. Pastels. Fucking 70s. There seems to be a lot of scenes with people eating in this film. It's metaphorical for the vampires. Yeah. yeah. Eating or drinking something. Yeah, I always, I always picked that. I always thought that too, Matt. That the, like there was a lot of feeding in this movie of one form or another. 
as you're going to see in this scene and the next scene, too. Uh-huh. I wonder yeah. if they're always eating, like, uh, animals. Almost like a catch, like a flip of the flip, you know what I mean? Like chicken sandwiches and shit like that. Yeah, you know, uh, it, I, I think, I think I, I'm not going to put words in Hooper's mouth, but I think what he's trying to say with all of that subliminally anyway is like, are we really any better? Right. I think that was a big thing in Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that kind of ties, probably kind of tie the two together a little bit, you know, with all like the chili cook-offs using body parts and whatnot. Well, I mean, TCM2, I don't really think he was trying to say much. I think that was entertainment yeah. more so. But but the first one, there was, there was definitely a message there, and it was definitely a meet his murder. <laughs> this poor good. bastard looks like shit. He looks like he just came off a two-week bender. Oh, poor yeah. Mike. Poor there, Mike. Yep. A two-week poor bender Mike. in about an hour. I heard he yeah. was a fun actor, yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely looks like he boofed an entire balloon of heroin. <laughs> Just saying. He is not doing good. He kind of looks like the before and after video with, like, heroin with Hutch. Yeah, dude. Hutch, that's Hutch after he started shooting dope. That's it. Turns into that's it. My thing is, is it, st- it still looks like it's daytime. So, you know, you would think that he would already be feeling something from the venom from the vampire's bite. So how that's is he, that's why he's he all outside up. right now? That's why he's all <laughs> fucked up. Like, oh, he's not blade. Because <laughs> these are vampires from a time where the change wasn't instantaneous. You know what I mean? It took a while. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because he's not blade. Of, took a couple of snacks before like poison. they... It's like a poison, you know? It goes into you and soaks into you. Gets into yeah. your system. Mm-hmm. The it only is, thing to save them is a hamburger. Think about the evolution of vampires in movies. They got to a point where they just need to wear sunglasses. At one point, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Blade. <laughs> well, Blade was a hat, daywalker. They got to stay Hat-blade. out. Of, they got to stay out of the sun, or they'll turn into a disco ball. Now that's mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> or end up CGI'd in about five minutes. Yep. Was that Underworld Awakening? Sounds like Underworld Awakening. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That too. That too. Yeah. The, the modern vampire is disappointing. I like these vampires much better. Me too. They were kind of they were way scarier just because of the fact that you know you weren't expecting them to be vampires. You know, they, like he looks like like I said, he just looks like he just came off a two week bender. He doesn't look like he just got bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. the Mike, the Mike Ryerson scene, that guy right there, when when he's in the, it, which we'll be seeing in a couple. I mean, that yeah. shit, your, shit, your pants, scary. I, I the well, that, that fucked me up for years. That's that scene was fucking terrifying. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah. Oh, no. here comes some more window visitations. Here comes. Yeah, but, here comes what you do not do if you're a vampire. Yeah, no, th- th- that's right. You don't fuck with Mark Petrie because he knows what's going you on. You don't give yourself away <laughs> neither. Yeah, no. He practically don't. gives himself away, as you're going to see. Yep. But makes but, it easier for the other character to realize he's a yeah. vampire. Yeah, but Mark Mark's a smart kid. He yeah. knows about this stuff. so He's, he's probably the smartest yeah, character I, I in the whole film. Of- I, kind I of agree. Really dig, I believe I kind that. I really yeah. dig this scene because you know he's got that model behind him, 
with the, all the crucifixes and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, quick thinking That's on his, smart, man. his part. Hell yeah. You know, there's a cross right there on his chest. If I learned anything from, from dusk till dawn, all you need is two sticks to make a crucifix. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's a, nerf, and a Nerf gun, uh, a super soaker full of holy water. Well, that's old school. That's I true. mean, the, the, the popsicle sticks cross. That's Peter yeah. Cushing and fucking Dracula, yep. Christopher Lee stuff, you know? I mean, that goes back to the 60s. But the, I, I mean, the vampire design, like the yellow eyes, like the way they they, they yeah. handled the makeup, it's just straight terrifying. Yeah, those contacts are dope. Yeah, those are I'm old so school. Yeah, those are very uncomfortable contacts. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like bottle caps in your eyes. That's why yeah. I was always afraid to get contact lenses as a kid because I didn't. I was afraid of the glass. I was that like. Even as when I got older and finally did get them, I still didn't want them. <laughs> Do you ever see like the bacteria that builds up when people don't take their contacts out and like shit goes drills into yeah. their eye? Yeah, that's, yeah, why, that I don't, that's why I don't wear them anymore. Yeah. I, I bought the ones that you're supposedly able to wear for like 24 hours and sleep in and everything, mm. and then I woke up with fucking pink eye because of it. Ugh. So I stopped Ugh. wearing them after that. I uh, suppose you got to take that shit out every night. Oh god, yeah, and like I wash the crap out of them. I don't. I didn't just use like the renew. I used this other kind of stuff that you had to soak them longer so that it did get all that stuff off. Mm-hmm. It's a goth girl problem, I think. Yeah. There'll be like veteran goth girls that are missing eyeballs and they'll say, oh, fuck, the contact crisis fucking 2020. <laughs> or you see these crazy ones that are getting their like eyeballs tattooed. I don't I even know how that's possible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't Fucking know how pop. you. Could, I, I honestly don't know how you could sit through that without going into shock. But that's I, I couldn't. No way in hell. Like I've watched people like they practice on like pig pads and stuff with the eyeballs just so that they can get uh, it down to a like perfection. And I'm like, you're not coming in my eyes with a freaking needle. No. That's almost as traumatizing as fucking Mark Petrie's traumatized right now. Right? Seriously. Fucking crying, tears running down his eyes. That's fucked up. Oh. He's more afraid of his dad. That was like a he lesson. Just, he, he attention to the small thing. Yeah, he, he literally just jumped when his dad walked in like he was masturbating. He's an abusive dad. home. He comes from an abusive home. I'd probably be jumping after I saw a vampire in my window. Oh, yeah, no, but the, just the, way, the way he hid the cross, like, you know, there was something wrong with him having it. Like, he hid it like he was masturbating when his father walked in. His father's I an think, atheist. I, I think it's more just he was trying to keep it from his dad because him and his dad have that disconnect where he probably yeah. wouldn't believe him. Mm-hmm. This is my guess. This is why I don't want you watching monsters. Yeah, you got overactive imagination. Mad Mel, I think you hit that. Exactly. He's probably not a fan of him liking the monster shit to begin with. Mm-hmm. Or the modeling, or yeah. the models, or the magic, mm-hmm. or the anything, anything. Yeah. He just wants him to be a normal kid. He wanted a daughter. That's the thing. He is being a normal kid for himself. Nah, I for anybody it, else. Yeah, and my it, from what I've gathered, like most fathers, like really just want their sons to be little versions of them. Now, and if you when you're like not. Your- <laughs> Now, if you look like you're half dead like this guy is, 
You should be sending this guy to a hospital, not having him stay with you for the night. Yeah, that, this is before COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, way before. So they weren't worried about COVID yet. The pandemic didn't come through. Trust me. I know. I had, still. No, that's having, a man's man right there with that body. It's just having, funny because the yeah. doctor's, staying at the doctor's house is just kind of weird. That's not a doctor. It's, it's a writer. Teacher, it's a I teacher. Think. Oh, I, why yeah. do I think he was a doctor? No, but but trust me, guys. Having intimate recent experience of this, no one wants to go wait in an emergency room right now. Yeah, true story. I, I, I Nobody that, wants yeah. to. Yeah. Nobody. Six That's hours true. of your life, you won't get back. Last, my, my last emergency room visit, I was in eight hours just in the waiting room. For them to hand you fucking Advil and say you're fine, go home. I didn't even mm-hmm. get that. If I get an Advil, at least I something, you know, I wouldn't have been so pissed about being in the waiting room for eight hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in pain. I can't walk, but you're going to give me three Vicodin. Sure. Makes sense. Three Vicodin. Just to get like, you home. Just, just to, to get, get you out of there. there. Yep. That's all it is. And if you think healthcare is shitty these days, well, that's 1979. I wouldn't want to right? go with you. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, you got ghosts in your blood. We're gonna give you some booze. <laughs> you have to wait till the doctor comes to your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Have some, drink some holy water. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Poor Jason Burke. Right. Has a literal shit scared out of him. <laughs> I like this poor old guy too. I think, but he just makes bad choices. Bringing that guy home was a start. Bringing that mm-hmm. guy home was probably a bad decision. I agree. God, she's forever lurking. That's how, I, I don't know. She's a, she's a busy girl. Busy minding everybody's business but her own. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's got her finger on the pulse, you know? Maybe she's so excited that an author is living in her house. I Maybe. That's a good I, point, Tone. If I, if I had an author living in my house, I'd be fucking stoked. Especially in quiet old Salem's lot. Hell yeah. Doesn't seem like a place where there's a whole lot to do, so. That hamburger joint was like the most popping place in town, if I remember correctly. Right? Probably. (laughs) Not taking a phone call. I believe that's uh, Matt Burke calling him. About him, that shit's hit the fan. About the corpse that's now in his his guest room, because you know corpses in guest rooms. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's yep. how it happens. Mm-hmm. It starts off with that, then it then everything goes to hell. Yeah, this is pretty much the turning point right here. Like this is like this is the moment where it's like we've now lost cabin pressure and everything starts moving at fucking a very breakneck speed. It's also amazing that at this point we still have not seen Mr. Barlow. Not once. Mm. Yeah. That's, I think, 
one of the film's strengths. They hid the character for a while. The orange of this carpet in this hallway kind of reminds me of The Shining. A little bit. I agree. Minus the pattern. But no, you're right. You're right, Matt. Uh, Matt, Anthony. It is a strength of the movie. Like, Like, Hooper's really masterful about not beating everybody over the head with Barlow. Not throwing too much of him in the film because it makes him scarier. Yeah. When he when he's on when he's on screen, you don't forget it. You know what I mean? I think he's got a grand total out of the three hours that this movie is, I think he's got all of five and a half five and a half minutes. Yeah. In the whole film. And you remember that five and a half minutes. You don't forget a goddamn frame of it. That's that's and that's what makes it so effective, in my opinion. I'll talk more about why it's effective later on. Hell yeah. Trust me, we're getting to parts of this movie that fucking still hold a hell of a lot of anxiety for me. I'm still scared of some of the shit in this movie because of, like, I saw it at a young age. And I think they just found out that guy's dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, uh... Yep. Overdose. The way he's laying in that bed right now kind of reminds me of that scene from, um, the original Dawn of the Dead with the, um, the helicopter guy. Yeah, Yeah, Flyboy. Yeah, Flyboy. Yeah. Yeah. And had a Martin sale too, right up just, a, just, a, just like the pallor mm. to his face and everything. It just a like l- you know, no good is going to come of this. A lesser appreciated Romero film, right there, Martin. Mm. Also a vampire film. Also stuff. a vampire film. Yeah, more realistic. Now the debate on what to do with him. More than holy water and throw him under the, in the ground. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Terra Farmer here. I'm gonna dig a hole and call the New York Post. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Very underrated Kaufman film. Absolutely. Oh man, fucking best Kaufman film, in my opinion. That or Citizen Toxie, one of the two. He's got a bunch. We hold them tight. We hold on to them, on to them very nicely. Lloyd's Lloyd's movies are always pretty solid. No matter you, you know, trauma. Say what you will about you know the the stragglers of trauma films, but his movies are usually pretty good. The core trauma films are. I mean, you either love them or you hate them, but you can't deny the fucking irreverence and the social commentary going on. Like they're smart fucking films. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's time to take him to the mortuary. Well, that's what happens. I mean, he doesn't stay there long. It's like he's just he's just passing through. Now it's time to convince Susan's father that everything has gone to hell. Is it Susan's father first? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it It is. is. Ed Flanders, by the way, the actor. Yes. Did you know he would also go on to play another doctor on St. Elsewhere? Yes. Yes. From 82 to 88? Yeah, that's that's true. He was on St. Elsewhere. A show I have not thought about in a very long time, Anthony. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now they're trying to make the pitch. The pitch. Which, to get them on board with this cockamadian vampire theory. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, not too long from now, they're going to find out it's neither Kaka nor Mamie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time... Yeah. I mean, that's a hard sell. Yeah. If somebody came up to me like and was like, you know, vampires are taking our town over, I'd be like, that's cool, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> not much of a loss, house. man. I'm going to stay in my house. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the irony of this is that, like, this all could have been avoided if everyone just looked out their window, saw the flying corpse, and went, nah. <laughs> Close yeah. the fucking shades. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how bored they are, though. Small I, I think I think I'm gonna close my my curtains now and uh, go back to bed. <laughs> I wouldn't have windows anymore. They'd have come back the next night and they'd have just saw boards yeah. over every fucking window. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> you know what? Sunlight not that important. I'm I'm with you guys on that one. <laughs> What is this? They're going to the corner, right? Is that, is yeah, that the medical the examiners? Home. They're gonna, they're gonna. Oh no! Wait. Academic? No, no, that's Straker's place. That's right. He opened it. The, the court. Yeah. The, yep. Time to sell some antiques. Hell yeah! There's a lot more yellows going around too. This movie, man, thing. it's 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 so seventies. There's a lot of a lot of that. more baby blue right there. Yeah, baby blue. Lots of baby blue. Lots of pastels, lots of bright colors. Mm-hmm. That was the '70s in a nutshell, man. Yeah, like that's that's really where they were at. Like I got no. a picture with my nana with her hair in that same hairstyle. <laughs> if you remade this film today, it'd be very dark. They are remaking think, this yeah, film say, right, now. One right now. They're doing it. In, they're doing it up in Ipswich. About oh, really. Yeah, we didn't yeah, get no d- cameo. We don't get no call for a cameo. What the fuck's that all about? I we're not yeah. that cool. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can use California, Maine. I, I, I mean, to film this one. I'll make that. I'll make sure that I email James Wan a very very disappointed and stern letter because he's producing it. So <sighs> yeah, that's what exactly what I'm thinking. It's probably going to be a piece of shit, but we can hope. <laughs> Ah, uh, the mental games between Straker and Ben Mears. It's like I love the look of disdain between the two of them all the, every time they come into contact with one another. Well, I mean, this guy's like... I feel like there's a metaphor here in the story in general for xenophobia. Mm-hmm. And how we feel sometimes about people that are different than us feeling weird about them coming here and having a different accent. And then this guy on top of it, having that, like, you could just tell he has a very severe disdain for Americans, (laughs) you know, just, just a little thing that I've always noticed about this story is that there's like a, there there is a mild metaphor for immigration (laughs) in, in there. Um, way ahead of its time too, because that wasn't really a hot button 
item yeah. back in 75, uh, 77 when the book came out. Uh, Reggie Nalder, the guy who plays Barlow, uncredited role in this film. Did you guys yes. catch that? Yeah. I appreciate the artistic decision in that. You know, when they do that, they don't want to name the monster, so to speak, to kind of let, let make you think that it's more of a real thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I it keeps it more ethereal. Yeah. Keeps it's, it more it's, ethereal. It's, it's also it's, good, too, because then he doesn't get typecast, you know, to always be the monster in a movie. And who's in, I think, Mark of the Devil? The, he was. two of them. There's two of them, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. But no, you you got a point there too, and it's easy when you got a monster cat when you're a character actor, and you get cast as monsters. Uh, we got fight. That would have fucking scared the shit out of him. That was like the scariest thing in the world. You didn't if you didn't expect that. That's what happens like when that. you mess with someone's girl. That's what happens. You get Floyd Tebbets. Look at him. They fucked him up. Now he's in the hospital. No, this guy's quickly for him. This guy's a candy ass. He got hit like he twice. He's our favorite doctor. Yep. He got hit like twice. Like, why, <laughs> why did that fucking land him in the hospital? Yeah, there was I two got, hits. I know. Him hitting the ground. I've, I've taken fucking. I, I've taken harder hits from my fucking niece. And she's four. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just overall not impressed. Dif- yeah. Like, Hutch, like, you were such a badass. Um, you made Starsky always look like the bitch. What's up with that, man? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he's, he's not the golden god. Maybe he's not the golden god. That's he can't even throw a punch against that guy. I'm saying, he couldn't even throw a punch down. He couldn't even throw it down. Like, like, I feel like he would, like, punch from the shoulder, like, when you're, like, six years old, and you get away. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. away. You know what I mean? That that'd be his punch. Disappointing. Disappointing. I was expecting more. Look at that. Like like he's holding his head like he's got a fucking concussion. <laughs> like you Mind got punched. Brain. You took a punch to the fucking mouth. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like you got whacked over the head with a baseball bat or something. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the, I don't see where the head trauma was in. Was he wearing a knuckle duster? Like did I miss that? Like He hit the mattress for Christ's sake. Like Liz, Liz. <laughs> Liz, more baby blue. Even more. Very nice. It's fucking pastel party over here. And yellow. That blue and yellow. Rain and supreme. Blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. That's this, why the this, record's got that. You know? Yellow maybe, eyes. Blue skin. I'm thinking I'm thinking that's right, dude. There's some color coding for Barlow there. Yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, there's tons of blue in this film. Yeah. Maybe it's to signify Barlow. I think yeah, so. that's that's what I think. That's what I think. I think there's. I think there's a. Uh, the closer we get to him, the more you sub- see type deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's subliminal. There's subliminal color choices going on there because it is. It pops up more and more and more. But this scene, ah, fuck, no, this scene scares the living piss out of me, <laughs> dude. That, uh God. I'm glad it's only like this big on my screen. I'm glad it's only a little guy. <laughs> Because fuck, fuck, man, the shit makes my hair, the hairs on my arms stand on end. James is about to need a diaper. Way ahead of you, way ahead of you. <laughs> Pants are already thoroughly crapped, and it hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> oh, so fucking ah. 
It's just icky. It's such an. It's like oh, it's so unsettling. Like the way this was shot and the lighting. Oh God! Like I love it, but at the same time, like nine year old mm-hmm. me fucking hates it. Ah, there it is. There yeah. it is. Fucking angry blueberry. Ugh. Uninvited too. No, he was previously invited into the house. That's that's the yeah. rub there. That's okay, get then in. must have take care of him. He's got the gun at least. Yeah, oh, fuck, very, man. Very, yeah, that is creepy as fuck. That's just cre- so creepy. Look at me, teacher. Like, yeah. I don't fuck off, dude. <laughs> 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 oh, he's getting woozy. Seriously, look at that. It's, ah, it's like, right oh, that's, that's the shot. When he looks up, fuck, man. And he opens oh. his eyes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, it looks like one of the zombies in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Better lit. But better lit. That's uh, the lighting in this fucking scene. Even the way he just Uh, got up out of that. Yeah, no. uh, He he absolutely killed this. Everything everything about this scene. It was very uh, Evil Dead. This is a very Evil Dead vibe, even though this came before. I think Evil Dead borrowed it. I think so. But look at that. Oh, dude. Like, fuck, man. It's just... Mm. Fuck yeah, it, that, 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 oh, This uh, is just a, that's such a well-done scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what they set out to do with this one. That's but that's sure. but that's a credit to Hooper, too. Like, when it's mundane shit and they're just on the phone or whatever, it's a pretty passe, like, TV lighting. Like, nothing yeah. really special going on. But when the creepy shit hits, he just... Oh, dude. Fucking night and day. Literally night and day. Sweaty armpits, man. I'd be, I'd, I, my, I'd have sweaty underwear too. Like they'd be, they'd be wet. I, <clears throat> my pants would be thoroughly shat by that point. Like completely Bro. disappeared. Yeah, flew away as vampires well, do. He's having a fucking heart attack, man. Can you fucking blame him? He's like 300 years old, and he probably just had the scariest fucking experience of his life. <laughs> yeah. I would have had that heart attack before he went out the window. Mm. The second I walked open that door and seen him sitting in that chair, I would have had one. Yeah, I would have shut the door. I I, credit, credit, credit to Maddie Burke, though. Like, he knew to fucking hold up a cross, too. Like, he wasn't dumb. He knew what he was looking at. Fuck, though. Yeah, I feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, uh, the weird funny. the weird part about this is like they they this takes him out of the fucking movie in the book. Like he's he's in it for quite a bit longer. Like like directing shit from his hospital bed. Hmm. But yeah, this is like this is it. Like they mentioned he, had, he. Oh no. Oh uh-huh. god, uh-huh. The, the, that's what I'm saying. Like Great this book. is where this because this is back to back, man. This is another one that makes you fucking. Oh yeah, this one up. makes you jump. Yeah, this. this yeah, all this, the good shit happens in this house. Mm-hmm. This is when it gets fucking intense. And fucking Floyd Tebbets just fucking unassumedly sleeping on his fucking cot after throwing Punching, some haymakers. After after knocking Ben Mears bitch ass out. <laughs> you would think he'd be safe here. Well, I mean, he's a plumber, so you expect that kind of manhandling. No, but ah, you shit. would 
Yeah. Ah, fuck balls, balls, balls. It's coming. How the hell did he open it? Ah! Ah! Oh, no! It's oh, not your yeah. right to! Yeah. Oh, and even the sound effects were probably like the. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, fuck. That's the bad, only bad part about not being able to have the audio, you know, because like anybody that hasn't seen out, seen this movie is missing out on everything that is kind of instrumental in building the plot to this. Yeah, but if if the people out there in podcast land are doing this as like a riff track and they're overlaying it over the film, they're getting the exact same experience, which is probably the best way to enjoy the Dead Kids of Derry if you're listening. Very true. Yeah, mystery science theater vibe. Yeah, exactly. with some facts thrown in. Yeah, yeah, some fact. We got some factoids. We got some comedy. We got, we got it all. We got, got it all, all the bases covered. There we go. We got Marjorie. Marjorie Glick had a had a spill. Understandably so. Lost both her kids. She's having a hard yeah. Time. She's had a few. Yeah. Like the fact that she's not in the sanitarium is like a miracle. A miracle. I I've I've. Seen that, that would kinda, devastate somebody. Yeah, I, I've seen that kind of trauma firsthand. I don't suggest that. I don't wish that on anybody in the world. It's the worst fucking no, experience in life. Me neither. But the fact that all she did was have a little fall. That's a strong lady, man. Like I know, I know most of the mothers that I know would just be straight catatonic. Some, even though she's strong, sometimes strong women. Need that little uh, excuse to let it out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let, let, the, let, it, let the guard down, so to speak. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The look on her face right now it looks like she's like looking at him like he got shot or something. Like, come on, he didn't bust your head. Well, how did he bust your head open? He punched you in the mouth. Was Floyd? Is Floyd that rough and tumble? Maybe he's known around town. Maybe he did some bare knuckle boxing. We don't know. <laughs> she's like, you <laughs> lived. <laughs> But at least good old Ben has Susan still. Hey, he took he took the he got punched in the mouth, but he still got the chick. So I mean, right. it was worth it. I've done I've done I've done worse for less, so that's fine. <laughs> and please, I want you to get out of here. Please do the right thing and leave. He's got like a blonde Danzig thing going for him. Am I seeing things? A little bit. His jackets start to get darker as the movie's the movie progresses, and his elbow pads get lighter. Yeah, <laughs> and I think his hair gets more out there. No, his hair stays perfect through this whole thing, which is even more of a strange anomaly. <laughs> that Aquanet, fucking. Yeah. Going full bore vampire killer, but wait, hang on. My moose. Yes. What was that? That's that Matt. Uh, that, that was good old Matt Burke. See, he didn't even have a cardiac incident, as what they call it these days yeah. in the hospital, you know? Because most of the time they catch the heart attack before it's a heart attack these days. Because mm. they, know, they know what they're dealing with. And, uh, 
he had a full on fucking I think I blew a fucking valve <laughs> heart attack. Stroke. <laughs> Look at that light right there. That, yeah, that, that, that was good. That was good. That was ominous. That's the kind of shit we want. Yes, father. Con- we, yeah. Vince father. Yeah. Yes, that father. Uh we would just like to borrow 37.5 gallons of holy water, and we really don't want to answer any questions about why. Just please... Just give it to me, and we're out of here. Like, yeah. No. no, 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 Hey, no, no, no. check or cash with that. And while you're at it... Meanwhile, they grab the cross off the back of the altar, and... Yeah, take that. We'll take, take everything, everything we'll we need. And while you're at it, if if you'd be a deer and go reconsecrate the fucking graveyard so the dead stop crawling out of it, that'd be cool. Yeah, right. You'd think they're trying. The, the priest wasn't having it. They tried to get the priest to help him out. You'd, you'd think. Nah. I'd try to get the priest to help. Shit. That's the kind of guy I'd exactly. That's exactly the person I'd probably want on my side at that point. Like lifelong atheist here, but if I have dead people scratching at my window, and then they back away when I put a cross to them, I'm going to become a believer real fucking quick. Yeah. Like, For real. <laughs> I'm going to be like, alright, I was, you got me. You got me. I was wrong. Okay. I was blind, but now I see. Yeah, I, I was wrong. Alright, what's up? God, how you doing, bro? Yeah, Jesus, Here's high five. Me, James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'd own that shit. I don't... Huh? No, like, your my typical bad. family meeting... With the priest. Ah, damn, another shit your pants scene. Say seriously, they just they don't stop coming now until the no, end of the movie. No, that, that's what makes the second half of this movie so fantastic. Mm. It's like it's like the first half of it and the second half of Salem's Lot are like on the same level of intensity. Mm. Another light's a fl- flickering. Yeah. That's not good. No, I believe things go haywire in a little bit. Yeah. No. Generally that speaking. happens at my house. We're about to have a power outage. <laughs> I don't know if they're having a family Not meeting or a oh, seance. It's about to get wild, yeah. Imagine being in the situation. Something comes to the window. You don't quite know what it is. I, I think, like like Anthony just said, it, it looks like they, they were having a seance, you know, because the table's starting to, you know, you see this table rocking. There's a bunch of dead bodies knocking. Honestly, man, the second I saw a dude pop up from nothing with blue skin, never mind all the other fun features Barlow has, just the blue skin. I'd be like, this was fun. Bye. It's been real. It's been fun, but I'm out. Just the shaking of everything would would make you leave the house, I think. More than likely. Yeah. Not that outside is any fucking safer at this point. Like, yeah, no, I was kidding, but like they still like legitimately just stay seated seated at the table. Like I would have been out. I don't care where I went, but it would have been out of that room at least. Yeah, I wouldn't be waiting <laughs> for this. Ooh. I mean you're gonna be and then the, the dual yeah. headbutt that instantly kills both of them. <laughs> That's power. And then and then Mark Petrie again, like zero fucks given, is just like I'm fucking you up and rushes them. I love it. One thing you, you got to give him credit for is you're able to keep a suspenseful scene with a headbutt. Whenever you see two people butting heads, that's never fucking a scare. It's always comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they, they, yeah. they figured out a way to make it sca- still stay scary, just bumping heads. I think with the way they treated Barlow, 
they uh, were able to make it scary because that guy is just creepy as fuck. Hmm. They made sure. uh, they made a they made a lot of choices with Barlow in the show versus the book that were actually really smart because like things I I always get really irked when people say things like it wasn't like the book and it's like amazing him it's like well no shit it wasn't like the book it's a movie but you only have three hours yeah and some books like there's shit that just doesn't translate well right and the way Barlow was in the books um I don't think that would have played out as well as the choices Hooper made and letting Straker kind of be the voice, you know, of, yeah. of the bat of the evil rather than Barlow do it because Barlow actually talks quite a bit in, in the, in the book. And yeah. I don't think it does. I don't think it would have done this movie any favors to have, no to have a more a humanized Barlow. I like, I like that he is like that monster icon. Yeah, Just as that, he is. It's got that Jaws vibe, too, where less is more. Mm-hmm. You, you, you wait. You rarely make use of the moments you want to show them. I always, I always lean into the, I, uh, the concept of, like, you know, I always like to think about what, what if the shark worked? Will we have as good of a film? Right. You know what I mean? I don't think so. That kind of thing. More I, don't think so. I think so, too. And I and and I I I equate it to this. Like, what if we got a more book accurate Barlow? Would it be as good? I think even if we seen him like if there there was scenes with him like in human form before he turned into the vampire, I think that would even diminish the role. You know what I mean? I absolutely agree. I do. I absolutely agree. Because then they'll be picking apart his look through the makeup. You know what I mean? And it's just Mm -hmm. they'll have the mind on other things. No. This this was this was that was a masterstroke on on Hooper's part to to keep Barlow a monster and just leave it at that and I think yeah. that was great and no transitional things because that's always bad news too it's like seeing them turn from human to vampire is always fucking trouble and this is uh I mean we're talking pre Rick Baker yeah pre Rob Botine. So transformational makeup wasn't there yet. We were still having fucking celluloid fucking hard dissolves on top of each other representing transformations and shit. So it's still what it wouldn't it wouldn't have played. It wouldn't have been scary. And Hooper knew it. They just had some like regular TV makeup people on this. It looked like. Yeah. They did Little House on the Prairie the day before and then they did this type shit. Makes sense, you know. I wouldn't doubt that. 10 a.m., we're on BJ and the Bear. 8 p.m., we're on Salem's Lot. Oh, man, there's the popsicle sticks. That's safe. Here we go. Classic. Classic throwback to Hammer. You know you know that's where you, it's the hom- that's where the homage is. The, the cheapest way to make sticks. a cross is pop- yeah, yeah. popsicle sticks. Well, those it's are safe. like the medical ones, Tone. Those are when they check your tongue. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what those are. Uh, yeah. Yes, but still the same thing. Oh uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's true. And they're waiting for uh as the foot starts to twitch. Mm-hmm. Marjorie Glick. Ah. Mm. I'm telling you, man. Second half of this movie, it just doesn't fucking Fantastic. stop. No. Woo. 
And there it is. She's waking up. She's hungry. Toby Hooper directed another Stephen King story. Anybody know off top? The Mangler? Yeah, good call. Uh-huh. Yeah. There she is. Yeah, she looks creepy as shit in it, too. Mm. Like the Danny? Makeup, the makeup Danny? is minimal, but they put full impact. Danny? It's time for supper. Come home. <laughs> yeah. Get your brother. So fucking freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Minimal, but effective. Yeah, yeah no. There's, there's not... Yeah. There's not much to the vampire makeup at all, besides some some really great acting and good acting, and just some really shading, shading less some less is more approaches to the the way they did it. They treated it like it was an animated corpse. They didn't treat it like exactly. it was a. I mean, yeah, some smart moves. But see, I think we're going to see one of those hard dissolves right now. Mm. I'm not mistaken. Of the meltdown? Yeah, where she just disappears. Yeah, Yeah, see that? Yeah. It could have been worse. (laughs) It could have have been worse. There's definitely some worse ones out there, but that's what I'm saying. It could have been CGI'd. Fright Night definitely pulled from that, too. That that, that looked like the the evil shot, like when they pulled the cross off of Evil's head in Fright Night, like the exact fucking makeup and everything. Mm. Yep. Well, it's better than, you know, exploding into a pile of dust. Well, I mean, I mean, Tom Holland's like that. That whole thing's like a love letter to the the creature feature Saturday morning horror movies that he grew up on. So, I mean, Fright. I love Fright Night. Fright Night's one of my favorite movies. And it, if it borrowed things from Salem's Lot, it was borrowing it from the right places. I think a lot. I think a lot borrowed from this. Uh, a lot of films. Is he the guy from Gremlins? The father. The one driving. Yeah. It might be the no. father from Gremlins. Maybe I don't know. No, no, no. He's the first one. Looks like the mechanic guy from Gremlins. I think you. I think you're thinking of uh, Mr. Futterman, and no, that there's similarities. Miller. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking of Dick Miller. Miller. Oh, okay, yeah, because I don't know why that that just reminded me of him all of a sudden. Looks, there's there's a resemblance, especially in that lighting. There's a resemblance. Rest in peace, Dick Miller. Yeah. No, I'm angry. He also looks like Derek Rook. He's got a little bit of a Derek Rook look with blonde hair too. The artist, the the strong jaw, Mm -hmm. the the strong jaw, the the authoritarian chin, like a cat jaw structure, like a cat face. Kind of got a cat face. Yeah, yeah. No offense. (laughs) (laughs) We're not making fun, Derek. If you're listening, I don't think he's listening. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic! I like the gold I the cars. I take that gold car. Oh, that's that thing's a pussy wagon. Look at it. The white wall tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that car screams seventies. That's that's so top sexy. of the line. That's top of the line. Nineteen seventy-seven tech, right there, man. Mm-hmm. Torque will rip the fucking axle right off the chassis. I think at Fright Night took a lot. I think even the com- com- like the big final thing in the house and everything. Oh yeah, a lot. There's like a lot of comparisons to Fright. Night oh yeah, I never, I never picked up on before. Fright Night. I mean, their their end sequence is a lot more drawn out. 
Yeah. But but yeah, no, it's all it's all there. The the, the freaky house, the basement, coffin in the basement. Coffin in the basement, family the and friends turning into monsters. You get the Igor type character that watches out for um Never understood that guy. Took like nine hundred bullets, but a stake in the heart made him melt into fucking green jello. I don't <laughs> Don't get it. They missed the title of the gunshots. Doesn't matter. Beautiful California, Maine, right there. And that Jeep, a fantastic Jeep. We don't see enough of that Jeep in the second half because nobody's nobody's even on the roads in California, Maine. Because everybody's dead. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, by this point, most of the town's deadish. I'm pretty sure this is where uh, Officer Donuts is fucking packing it up. Yeah. I love it, Officer Donuts. <laughs> I'm, I really wish I would have thought of that like two and a half hours ago. But <laughs> Probably the only smart thing he did in this whole film. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, no, that's his deputy. Oh, he's dead or is he alive? He's on his way. He's on his way. He's on his way. Let's put it that way. Because he has a dream about Mike Ryerson visiting him and suckling upon his neck, apparently. Because that's the thing that <laughs> cops dream about. <laughs> Seems like a lot of these people dream before they're dead. I think. I think it's just. A, I think it's. I think it's. That's a metaphor. Follow your dreams. Yeah. It's. I think it's just an after effect of having half your blood sucked out. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. It'd be an aura. Yeah. I think the whole town would have an aura of gloom, and when people get depressed, they try to sleep a lot. Yeah, that I guy. That guy probably was like three hours late this morning. Coffee completely ineffective. That's why yeah, he's just probably. laying there with his feet up. He's like, I don't even waiting care for his anymore. his superior. He could have what? diabetes. Yeah, I don't ever know. He could have diabetes. It's a thing. I think the whole movie's a metaphor for diabetes. Could have had a bad night as well. Well, Matt... Cops don't have bad nights. Cops don't have bad nights. They have something in their belt to make sure they never have a bad night. Tony, it's called a gun. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, they're using those a bit too often these days, but that's a different story. I didn't say it wasn't a bad night for somebody else. It's not a bad (laughs) night for them. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Touche. We've got a got a Bonnie Bedelia. She is and gorgeous. She is so hot. Yes, she is. I bet. I bet she's still a smoke show. Like I feel like she's a woman that's taken care of herself over the years. A very Helen Mirren kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's just like a fine wine. Just gets better with age. Mm. Mm. Or Sophia Loren, or you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're all like, they're all super tired. It's gotta yeah. be, it's gotta be that or something. Yeah, no? be the water in California, Maine. <laughs> like it's noticeably, they're all noticeably <laughs> sleeping. Yeah, they got, the water. they got the diabetes sleep. I think they That's do. What's yeah. That's what's going okay. on. Or they're stuck in a David Lynch <laughs> film. They're sugar high. They're getting that queasy feeling. I, I, I ate half a sheet cake. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys ever seen The Addiction, the Abel Ferreira vampire movie? Oh, hell yeah. I haven't. I got it. I haven't, but I have it somewhere in my stack of films. Yeah, it's it's up there in the vampire shelf. I have have quite a few vampire films. I have them all grouped together. I have a very odd way to organize my my films. It's not by uh, uh, alphabetical order. Yeah, I kind of have like... All my Stephen King movies are together. All my trauma movies are together. Yeah, I have I have subgenres, directors. Uh, there's all kinds of shit in there. Yeah, that's. I have cool. my Arrow f- releases together. My Scream Factory releases together. My Full Moon releases together. Yeah, my collection. That, that makes that sense. Good. My collection is not that good. <laughs> My collection's fucking fantastic. I'm not yeah, even going to try and pretend it's not. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> you can tell it is. Just I've got enough films to run a cable network. Yeah, dude. I could, I could honestly, I, you could play this shit back to back. I'd be fucking, I'd be long fucking dead before I actually got to watch them all. I thought no, that's, that, that's not necessarily true, but. <laughs> you never know, man. Finding the time to watch all the movies that we have, like, <laughs> to try and go through all of them realistically. I think we were talking years, man. It'd be like almost a ten-year fucking journey. Yeah, no, it's, it's that's it's, if you don't buy any more films. Luckily, I don't buy that many movies anymore. I kind of got everything I wanted, so now it's just like I pick and choose what I want. I used to just buy everything, mm-hmm. which is fucking troublesome. Now I pick and choose like what I want to get. Don't do it. I'm, I'm <laughs> done. Don't worry. Come on, Bonnie. Don't do it. She's gone. She's gone. She because car. she's positive. Everything will be all yellow. Right. She's wearing a deeper blue, though. She's not in pastels there. No, she got her uh, her clothes got darker too. Mm. Yeah, see that. Does... I know the front of that house reminds me of the house in Psycho. It does. Yeah, yeah. Got, it does have some of that vibe to it. It's got that. It's got that front steeple thing yeah. going on. That's the thing. That's the the whole thing is like that. That huh? the the walk the walk to the. It's mock. You know I mean? Uh, what'd you say, Tone? This Mark. Mark, oh, Mark okay. Featuring. At least he has a reason to be there. I don't know yeah. about Susan. Yeah, he's there, he's there to kill some fucking vampires. That's why Mark Petrie's there. Because he's like, I, I can't even come back to my house tonight. Fuck that. Right? Every kid should have a lockpick kit. I got a sharp fucking stick for your asshole. Let's go. Burn it. Time to get some revenge. Time to get some revenge. That's a good tagline, though. I like that shot. That was cool. That was a yeah, the cinematography yeah, in this film is very good. Yeah. Let me see who we got on this. See, this scene in the book, I, I, I don't know if it's this scene per se, but... I, do you remember in the book, James, where the vampires had replaced the stairs and at the bottom was just like a platform with knives sticking up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should have used that scene in this, like that part of the book in this movie. I think that would have been a... It would have been... That that scene, reading that in the, in the book makes me not like basements. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Like, like there, was, there was quite a few uh, moments of booby traps... Goonies esque things going on to keep people from getting at Barlow, but um, I always thought it was odd that they didn't show it so much. But I also think, as a filmmaker, when you're limited on the amount of blood and violence that you can actually show on screen, 
yeah. because you're playing to a TV audience in 1979, uh, that might have played into why we didn't see any of that go down. Yeah, in because like in this, it just makes it look like he was easily accessible. But when you read the book, you know, John Welly's not. Yeah. And in the 2004 version, they actually went in the opposite direction. They they made it, not only was it a bed of knives, but it was like a whole fucking running table saw yeah. was waiting for the guy when he fell through the stairs. So it was oh, even yeah, more bloody. Is that the one with Rob Lowe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I, I really actually haven't watched that version yet. I mean, truth be told, you're not missing much. <laughs> uh, Tony, cinematographer Jules Brenner. He also uh, mo- most well-known for doing Return of the Living Dead, which I was mm-hmm. going to comment earlier that this does have like a Return of the Ling- De- Living Dead vibe to it frame-wise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy as that sounds. I got that no. vibe. Yeah. No, you see it. You, you see it, especially in, um, especially in the horror side of the stuff. A lot of the, a lot of the lighting situations feel very return of the living daddy yeah like yeah, yeah like this looks like right now the, this looks like the basement in the warehouse this does yeah. look very basement in the warehouse yeah and like when she yeah. was walking into 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 it that back shot of her going up the stairs was very basement into the warehouse oh yeah, yeah. big time big time yeah no the shooting solutions and the lighting feel very return of the living dead I almost wouldn't be surprised if we've seen that like that famous pullback shot from return of the living dead where they push it and pull back at the same time you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking? Yeah. I call that the Jaws. The, the fucking the Brody. Yeah. When he's like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how complicated that is to get that shot. It's probably pretty complicated. You're doing multiple things. Moving the camera forward while focusing, pulling it back type weird stuff. I I, I think it's just a trial and error. Because yeah. um, I feel like the, no matter what, it, it's going to be up to the individual speed of the individual camera. No. But since we use digital these days, it's a little bit easier to try to track your frame rate. Yeah. Um, to catch that. Uh, we tried it um, on the box for a specific shot, but we really only ended up using about like two seconds of it. Yeah. Um, it does. It's, it came out pretty cool, but we, it just it didn't fit the pacing. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, you got it. When you do that shot, you're showcasing that shot. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, if you're trying to fit it into a story, like, just fit it in for coolness, it isn't going to work. But, like, you got you know, no. it has to have, like, a play. It has to work. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what we learned yeah. in, in in the post-production was that it was it was something that we had to sacrifice because it looked really fucking cool, but yeah. it just didn't, it didn't jive yeah. with what we were trying to go for in the scene. But that happens. That's filmmaking. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the, you, you throw things to the wall until something sticks. It's like making pasta. Yeah, it might not have necessarily worked for that, but who's to say down the line it won't work for something else? I just think it's cool that we were able to do it. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not the easiest piece of cinematography to pull off, especially right. on a budget, because when you're talking about productions like this, you got dollies, you got you got the right autofocus on your camera, you, you got every, all the bells and whistles to make those things work. With us, it's like very carefully pulling Paul back on a fucking Red Rider fucking trolley cart while he's holding the camera, like, as steady as he fucking can on a gimbal. Like, it's... Because yeah. it, you don't have a dolly. I can't... I, I can't... Well, yeah. not, I can't afford dolly track. What the fuck? <laughs> I hear you. You're still in that goddamn house. Yeah. I'd have been... I'd have been out of there a long time ago. 
They don't want to find anything. They're just dicking around. At least Mark has a reason to be there. I don't know what Susan's reason is. She's a vampire. She just showed up to die. That's, yeah. that's, that's booty, booty call. That's pretty much that's either pretty that much. or wanting to be a vampire. No, she wants she's to live forever, be beautiful forever. No, she's literally the biggest plot hole in this book and this film. Like, why did she go to that house? Nobody seems to fucking know. Nobody understands. Susan doesn't seem to fucking understand why she went to the house unarmed. You just need that damsel in distress for the I moment. Think so, yeah. You she was a narrative vehicle. She needed to die. That's that's what it is. She needed she Here needed you go. to come with me. Yeah. Marlo sacrifice. Yeah, she needed to get chomped on so that Ben Mears could have something to agonize over at the end of the movie. And he that's, definitely does. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it is. Like they really dropped King dropped the ball with that specific piece of the story, in my yeah. opinion. Especially Oh, sorry, go ahead. Mastranker, are they ever is he he just a regular straight human or do they tap into the whole like he's kinda got like that Igorish half dead thing going. They don't. They don't touch on it in the movie. In the book, yeah. Barlow. What happens is Barlow baptizes his servants that are humans with his own blood, hmm. and they become vessels for him. So, like, he controls them during the daytime while he's having a nap, and they get like. Ex- and the, I think you see it a little bit ahead of time from now, but Straker has, like, he's stronger than a normal guy. Like, he can take a few more hits than a normal guy. But he's not a vampire, so he can... But, but yeah, no, they're they're baptized in the blood of Barlow. That's... that's, Oh, you mean he's not going to take a hit and be a little bitch about it? Nope. He's no Ben Mears. He's no Ben Mears. Barlow's a pimp. He's fucking pimp. You let me down, Hutch. Time to see our favorite cop again. Yeah, no, this is it. This is it. Officer Donuts exit. This is this yep. is the scene. He's out of here. <laughs> Can't blame him. I am out. Got too second, wild, man. Turned out to be the second smartest person in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> taking my family and I'm leaving this town forever. Is he taking the family, though? Yeah, no, they're all in the car. Did he just throw the suitcases into his kid's face? Is that what that was like in the back? That's what it kind of looked like. I mean, I mean at, the, yeah. at this point, does that surprise anybody? Uh, it does. It's Officer Donuts. He's just trying to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Like, you don't give a fuck who's getting hurt in the crossfire yeah, with the it's, luggage. It's Officer Donuts. He don't give a shit. He just wants out of here. He's like, I just robbed the bank. I'm getting the fuck out of him. I love the fact here that you, you can be the. Law and order of this town. There's no law and order in this town anymore. I know. It's just dead people and fucking blood. This was pretty much what he signified when he handed over his gun to him. Yeah, he's like, good luck, have fun. This is what the purge is really like. Pretty much. This 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 is fairly fucking accurate to where the purge would end up. Is, is yeah. I mean, hard pass from me, but you know, some people might enjoy that. Yeah, like the town that dreaded sundown type shit. This town does dread sundown. Makes yeah, sense. literally. Meanwhile, Mark shows why he's an escape artist. Cub Scouts. No. 
those little magi- magician tricks that dad's been trying to get him to, you know. I've seen David Carradine do that trick once. Him. David Carradine died doing that trick once. Yeah, you couldn't get out of that knot. Knot's landing at the top of his neck. Oh, boy. When in Thailand. <laughs> Thailand, what a, what, a, what a place to, to fucking die hanging yourself up, Thailand. That's some, the there's, the hospital. There's a, there's a collection of fucked up euphemisms in there, really. I'm going to Thailand to die, man. <laughs> I want that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it could have been worse. It well, I'm been going li- to Stryker's place and die, man. This guy wastes no time getting around town. <laughs> what could have been worse, Carradine or this? The situation into this. Car- we don't know the full story of Carradine. That could have been fucking completely horrifying. That could have been like some scary shit. That could have been way worse, dude. Yeah. Like, like there could have been like some unpaid Thailand hookers involved. Like, we don't know. I, um, I almost think something like that is like what happened. A little corrupt. Yeah. A little. Uh, he didn't have a slip and fall during that autoerotic asphyxiation. That's, you that's had that in his contract? That was in the contract, huh? <laughs> I think so. I think so. But all the same, yeah, I'm still I'm still gonna I'm still running rather go to Thailand and possibly whatever was shady shit was going on because these vampires are fucking scary, man. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Like they don't fuck around. This isn't this isn't Dracula. Oh, Buffy to, the Vampire Slayer. That's, that's, that's why I appreciate the less is more makeup because it does. The creep factor is just that much better because of it. Yeah. Well, it was really important to King that they be portrayed as dead. Not oh, undead. They sure, they sure did it. <laughs> as dead. He escaped. He did escape. But they're going to pop right back into that house. Yep. Your girls are there. Go save her. Your princess is in another castle. That's it. Yep. That is a princess is in the other castle episode. Uh, and the kid's there. wondering what the hell are they doing? They're going in to fuck shit up. And he's just standing there like, uh, back. Yeah. I can't. I got out. I shouldn't go back in, but I'm gonna. Would, <laughs> would you guys personally ever go back into that house in that situation? No. no. Not, not unarmed. I don't think I'd ever go in to begin with. I mean, that takes some serious... I don't think... that those are Maybe movies, like, if I had the National dogs. God with me, maybe. Yeah, kids don't have courage like that in real life. That ain't... Uh... See, Mark Petrie kind of, like, loses the loses the farm on that one. Because, like, that was, like, A-plus for balls, but where's your fucking brains, man? You were the kid that pulled the cross on the vampire in the first place that knew better. You walked in there with a fucking sharp stick. Like, that's all you had. Yeah. Like, you realized that there were vampires before fucking everybody else. Like, I'd have been, if I was Mark Petrie and I was de- bound and determined to go into that house to fucking kill me some fucking vampires, I would have had a fucking milk jug full of holy water. Mm. I had crosses on my whole fucking body, just duct tape everywhere. Backpack full of steaks. Yeah, like, I mean, like 85 wooden steaks. Like, there's no Maybe such, some not- garlic. Yeah, I don't know. They don't really. They don't really touch on the garlic. I say you burn the house. You burn the house when the sun rises, so it can't escape. And then you got to go in there and kill them. You got to go in the ashes. Unfortunately, I mean that's not that's not a bad idea. Just burn the fucking house down while they're sleeping. You got to use the sunlight against them, man. I mean, where are they going to go? They're going to burn, or they're going to burn, right? 
Not dumb. Not dumb at all, Matt. That's you fucking You need to a duffel bag that looks full and all you pull out is a gun. <laughs> well, there's the slingshot in the rest of the bag. Stop. Now, the doctor makes a mistake this, by going up the stairs. This yes. is very Fright Night. Yeah. Matt, to touch back on that. This yeah. whole sequence is very fucking Fright Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't wait for Ben. In Friday night, don't they have a house full of, like um, stuff like um, what do you call that uh, when they do when they kill the animals and they like put the uh, chemicals in them so they can put the, the DNA taxidermy. Uh, taxidermy. taxidermy. Isn't there a lot of taxidermy in Friday night too in their house? Yeah, yeah. A lot of antiques. Yeah. A lot of old cuckoo clocks. Cool. A lot of yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of parallel lines. That wind, like that old. window at the top of the stairs right there. I feel was like in Friday night. Very, very stained, stained glass. Stained the only glass. they went, they went a lot gaudier with it in Fright Night. It was that big circular stained glass window, whereas this yeah. is a little more subtle. Yeah. No, there's a lot of parallel lines here, Matt. You hit that right on the head. Probably there's probably a lot of homage to this and that. Oh, big time, big time. Be, yeah, being on TV and and how creepy it looked, it, it, big influence on a lot of I think vampire movies. Mm-hmm. You had Nosferatu, which they tried to get away from up until this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, Nosferatu, the end of the Nosferatu was one of the two vampire movies that were out at the time that this was being made, which is what influenced the decision to make it a TV movie and not a theatrical release. This was this was like, I look at this movie as like a bridging um, of the modernization of the vampire. Like, this movie is like the the actual, like, bridge to carry over from the cheesy monster movie like the hammer i love hammer horror movies and i love specifically hammer vampire movies but they were very much big tits paint blood nothing very fucking very very on the surface very superficial nothing really you could really sink your teeth in into to coin a phrase this was definitely the bridging away from that and getting into a more mature kind of vampire story, something a little more evolved and almost kind of going back in time to something as involved as Dracula. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the end of Straker. Yeah, but it took like 45 fucking bullets. What are you talking about? Dude was a goddamn tank. I shot him six times! Bingo. Fucking Loomis. Again, though, another parallel with fucking... In the window? When he was in the window... And with the kid, I got that Loomis vibe from Halloween when he, when he went through the window. Yeah, yeah. But that was what seventy eight Halloween. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, yeah bro, Halloween was the year before this. Yeah. yeah. Dare we say this influenced Halloween? Uh, uh, Halloween influenced this. Ooh. I think in the I... Book, this is where that scene would have come into play with the um the knives on the the board. I think Halloween was such a lightning rod. That it literally influenced everything. I agree with that. Um, going forward. Now, and that's not to say, I'm not even a big Halloween fan, to be honest with you. I wouldn't even count that in my top five for John Carpenter movies. But it was such a success on such a small budget yeah. that everybody paid attention. Yeah. You know what Money. I mean? Money talks. Big time. I just wish there was more carpenter work that got as much attention. That's all. I agree.
this yeah this this is interesting you know to see it in that light like Matt you really like caught on to something was like comparing it to Fright Night because there's yeah. so many fucking parallels especially with this this last piece mm. in the film you know what I mean yeah the most memorable scene out of the whole film yeah coming hands up. down hands fucking down that right now as a matter of fact Did I have gas can in his hand? I think so. It's like that duffel bag. Duffel bag. It's a duffel bag. I think you would have been better off with a gas can. I think so too. It's a duffel bag full of angry sticks. That's their lunch. They're gonna have one more eating scene in the movie before they. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have a quick bite before off. they kill him. <laughs> That's the hammer and steaks in there. Yep. They got the wrong steaks. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I said wooden steak, not T-bone. Imagine that ending to this movie. We're like, give me the steak, and he like slaps the fucking steak in his hand, and then the w- vampire wakes up, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> just a big, just a big old, big old flap of flank cut, and it's like, I want my money back. Balls. It would, it, it would end with a bloody vampire cooking a steak in a frying pan, and that would be the end of the movie. Yeah, that's you would think that you know. It's- Considering it's nighttime, or it's supposed to be nighttime at this by this point, I would getting you know, close. It's not quite nighttime. Yeah, yet. you would have thought that you know he'd already be awake and ready to greet them at this little uh, opening in this when he opens this door up. I think the sun, if I'm not mistaken, the sun has to be completely down before they'll wake up. But they can, like, if yeah, like if he opens the coffin, they can they'll wake up then. I mean, mm-hmm. they already got the upper hand on them at that point, but they can still wake up and try and fight. But, I mean, they're finished yeah. at that point. Even if they win, there's nowhere yeah. for them to go. That coffin, man. That's I don't know. Shit. That, that thing... That thing's fucking interesting. I've, o- I've always been very uh, fascinated by the design choices for the coffin in this movie. Yeah. No, I agree. It's very ancient-looking. Yeah, it, it, it. I feel like that. There's a lot. There's a lot of really subtle things that kind of show that Barlow is a very, 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 very old entity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think the coffin's a very essential piece of that because it does. It looks. It looks like it predates um, modern funerals. Yeah. So to speak. Which is a plus. I hate when it's like the, the vampires are like just been around for a little bit like in the more modern ones it's more of a they're younger they they you know they they haven't been around as much where you have this See, you know? this right here i don't even buy it though with him trying to you know him pulling that out by himself no nah, that's that i mean i mean it, it would be doable coffins coffins aren't that heavy an older yeah an older coffin wouldn't be made wouldn't be as like you know dense well I yeah you got to take into consideration he just had major head trauma Maybe that's oh. why he has superhuman strength. <laughs> it un- it unlocked his it unlocked his fucking third eye. Yeah, he's just he's he's just dragging it for show. He's moving it with his mind. He mastered the Incredible Hulk part of your brain. Yeah, he goes full Bill Bixby. Just boom. But yeah, no, that coffin, man, that is a. That's a freaky piece of prop construction. Holden, yeah, Holden, 
and oh, sorry, go ahead, Tony. And we got a blue color here with Barlow. Yeah, what? Oh, no. Ah, man. Any quick tur- turning of the head, I'm not with. I'm not down with that. For a second there, I thought he was going to sacrifice the kid. He thought about it. He's very blue. Barlow's very yeah. blue in this. Where was that? Where was that hardcore elbow when you were fighting Floyd Tibbetts there, fucking Benny boy? Oh yeah, he needed his. He's so badass here, but he can be badass against Floyd Tibbetts. Yeah, he's he's throwing down with a three thousand year old vampire, just like what's up? And then you know, like he goes full MMA with that elbow. Yeah. Head injury. Yeah. (laughs) Down for the fucking count when it's Floyd Tibbetts. We should have Floyd Tibbetts (laughs) fighting fucking Barlow. That's what should have happened. He had his chance. You're right. He did. And he got fucking eaten. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe right. Ben was just Uh-oh. holding him. Turn around, kid. Yeah, here she comes. Yeah, they uh, come. Very Friday night. Very super duper Friday Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd turn and... Turn oh, there you go. You caught on. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, this don't look at him. Close the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't stand there. Like, you just broke the fucking padlock. What do you think you're going to do? You're not holding that door alone. Get a stick. Yeah, wedge it. Screwdriver. Fucking gun. (laughs) Those fucking fangs are creep-tastic. I just want to know. If you guys killed the vampire, would you keep the fangs? Would you pull them out of its head? Goddamn right. God, he kind of has to. If I if I kill it, all right, like in the scenario that a vampire was real yeah. and I killed it, fuck yeah, I'm gonna wear that. I'm gonna wear that shit around my neck. Like I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, I killed a fucking vampire. All right, three thousand year old vampire. That skull, you can have that skull yeah. on your TV stand. That's right. what's up. That would turn be a that shit crap to have in the house. I turn that shit into a cereal bowl. <laughs> I put it on a trophy mantle. There you go. This guy. Time to burn down the plate. Burning down the house. (laughs) You got it, talking head. I mean, they really should. The gas can on the back of the Jeep was not in case of emergencies for the car. I I mean, I gotta I gotta go with Matt. Like they should have just started there. They should just fucking said fuck it. I'm gonna burn the house. Yeah. Yep. No water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker. Burn. Oh, my God, Anthony oh. swore. Holy shit. <laughs> Circled all the way back around to the Bloodhound Gang. I like yep. that. Yep. Wild. Wild. You guys are out of control tonight, man. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> burn. There we are. The Marza house. The cooking. Back when they actually burned it, now it would be CGI. Now we need the marshmallows to and roast like while y'all, you know, fry. One pipe with fire coming out of it and CGI. What a world. It's a terrible world. Time to leave sunny California, Maine. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's right. Maine, California. You come for the inbreeding, you stay for the vampires. This is like phantasm. What the fuck? Yeah, it does. yeah <laughs> you get that vibe too a little bit at, at times. Mm-hmm. The kid. It's like the brother and the younger brother and Phantasm. What do we do now? We gotta kill them all. He looks Back like to a Guatemala. Light that light. Yeah. 
You gotta go. What did he say? You gotta go north. Yeah. Well, they never got his girl, right? The girl's still in the house. They burnt her up in the house. Yeah. They never even showed her as a vampire up until this point. I know. Imagine they show a clip of her not changed. Like they were just holding her hostage and they burnt her up. <laughs> that would be a pretty king ending. Yeah. yeah. That would that would be on brand. Yeah, like or, the mist. Yeah, that'd be that'd be very mist. That'd be the uh Pet Cemetery ending. Yeah. That'd uh, be very yeah, on brand. A little bit of carry in there. A little bit of carry. Very true. Yeah. King's not big on happy endings, man. He's a realist. Firestarter. Firestarter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough episode. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be scary. For all the wrong reasons. For all <laughs> the wrong reasons. It'll be a fun well, that'll be a funny episode. It'll be a lot of making fun. It definitely will be. Full moon. Cycle of the Werewolf. Mm, great book. Mm. And great right. adaptation. Oh, we're back in Guatemala. Back, there it is. We're yep. back down. Back to the beginning of the film. Because that's a great idea. You should always have the end of your film and the beginning of your film. Right. Yeah. It was so long since I had watched this that I actually had forgotten that the beginning and the end were the same fucking scenes. I agree. When I put it in there, like, refresh, I was like, tone, I was like, did I put the right tape in? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. 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 Blue light. And, again, though, like, this scene falls as flat as the beginning scene. Yeah, no, I agree. You know what I mean? They never explain why the holy water is lighting lighting up blue. blue. That's not even a thing. It's God. We never see this in the God. whole movie until now. No, but it's not even it's not even a thing in the book. Like this was just a decision that they made. They said, "Let's make the holy water glow." Why the fuck not? There's a vampire it, nearby. The holy water turns blue. It could have that tie. It could be the fact that you know the vampires are within the church. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Notice the holy water was also that same pastel blue that's been used throughout the movie. Yeah, and they go back. They lay the trap. Or she's already laying there or something. I don't know. No, then then the question is, is how did she get there when they said... That's what I was about ready to say. They never explained that. Like, does she, like, bury... Has she just been, like, traveling south and, like, burying herself so she doesn't burn in the sun? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. No, that leaves a lot of unanswered. Her her role in this movie really does leave a lot of unanswered questions. As that's what I'm saying. Factor. Too many plot holes with her character. In order for Barlow to travel, he had to be in his coffin in a shipping container, Mm. and she's just kind of walking it. Like I don't get it. Hitchhiking, coming rides. Well, with the TV, with like having to hit a certain amount of time, there's less freedom than film. They might have. They might have had to have just made small scenes to add in and be like, "Well, let's pull this, you know, pull this this ending into the opening to get, give us an extra five minutes." Because you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, I, you, runtime could have been a factor. You know? That would explain the pointlessness of it. You know, doing Did they quite ever go pointless. to Guatemala in the book, James? Not at all. Not no. at all. This is a Toby Hooper decision. 
this is a full this this whole scene is a full decision by the film. Even that, I'm curious as to why Guatemala. I think it was a pickup day. I think they really needed to fill time. That's what yeah, I think. I'm, I'm just saying, like you would think, you know, mo- a lot of movies tend to use like Brazil or something. Like, Israel go to the go to God's country. Yeah. You wouldn't, you know. I got is not one of those countries. Transylvania. Where you think if that just... people would want to go to randomly. Trying to fill time with this Guatemala scenes. They should give us some more time with our favorite cop. <laughs> right? I, I'm saying, yeah, our fucking Officer Donuts should have been in here somehow. You could have him pack it up his house, man. I mean, the whole, fucking, the, the whole fucking scene makes no fucking sense, so they may as well have had him along for the ride, too. Yeah, have, have yeah. Officer Donuts come back over here right now to help kill her or something. That's what I'm saying. Or I'm had sure. some more of Officer Donuts in uh, Salem's lot. Oh, but, you know, I got I to gotta go with Matt now that I'm looking at it from, like, a more of a technical standpoint. This was definitely a pickup day, Matt. They definitely, like, oh, we need 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So they, they went in and did this. Like, yeah, it's it had to be something. <laughs> like, nothing, none, none of it matters. This makes no sense. Because even as a vampire, she's still freaking hot. I'd let her bite me. <laughs> I'd let her bite me twice. You kidding me? If she was laying in my bed, just like, oh, blah, 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 we could be together forever. Be like, what's up, baby? Let's go. <laughs> like, forget, it wouldn't even be a question. Like, I'd be like, oh, I got to die? Whatever. All right, bite me, bitch. I'm fine with it. Got some Pet cemetery ending to it, too, here. Mildly. Mildly. It's it's Except a little bit like... He kills her, yeah. Yeah, the good guy wins yeah. in this one. So sure. to speak. Oh, but does he win? Him. But does he win? He lost as well? You don't know mentally. Right now, so Hutch, Hutch is upset. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. Hutch is upset right now. Because he's still he's on the run from these vampires. And I'm going to cry and then we're all going to cry. There's going to be a lot of crying. A lot of crying. To say the least. <laughs> I lost <Yeah>. my Susan! <laughs> Before she gets cold. Why did she have to become a vampire? Yeah. That's right. One more ride before the fucking she goes room temperature. Why not? <laughs> the vampires stay fresh longer. <laughs> Off to the next country. There'll be more. They're coming. Let's, go to, let's go to El Salvador now. Another random country for them to go visit for vampires. This, uh, this of course, clues off into Return to Salem's Lot, which yeah. which will be coming out soon from Scream Factory. They're oh, yeah. doing that. Oh, dude, that movie's an atrocity. I, I don't even think I've even really watched. I don't even think I've watched it. To be honest, it's fucking abysmal. Don't bother. Mm-hmm. Abysmal. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. It's it's two and a half hours of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> it is done by Larry Cohen. When he's well, a good filmmaker too. I like well, Larry. rest in peace. I don't. I don't think. That, I don't know. Yeah, I, I. I have nothing against Larry Cohen. Just that movie. Mm. Well, it's one of those cases where like certain filmmakers shouldn't do certain films, even though they're good. 
You know what I mean? The filmmaker, so to speak. It's just not their forte. Yeah, Larry Cohen's done a lot of really... Those It's Alive movies are really cool. And starring know? Larry Cohen regular Michael Moriarty. Yeah. Yeah. You guys see Phone Booth? Phone Booth was a... Uh, yeah, that's uh, a great. Of, that's one of his that best screenplays. Yeah, that's one that of his. That was a fantastic movies. Yeah, fantastic And when you watch it, it definitely has that low budget vibe of like making the best of the one location you can get, so to speak. Like it's super. It's like a big Hollywood movie on it, like super low budget idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. You don't see that often. Nope. That's probably I think Larry Cohen's best film, Phone Booth. Phone booth, it's good. It's good. I think it's the best the commercially successful film. That it, it's alive. The first it's alive is fucking a horrifying movie. You don't yeah, want to be is. in that situation. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he like God told me to and bone Q Q. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a good amount of stuff on him. I guess he there was a cool documentary about him not too long ago. I want to say, yeah, but he died unfortunately like last year. Yes, he did. More, we're losing more and more of the greats on a friggin' daily basis. That's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, that was a, we just wrapped that one up. Uh, classic. Part two. Salem's Lot is in the coffin. Fucking in the coffin dead. You know what I mean? We burnt that motherfucker. Staked its heart. It's finished. We did. Yes, so, it is. There's mm-hmm. no return until the return. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do the we'll do the Rob Lowe. We'll see how low we can get and do a Rob Lowe fucking episode. Oh, that's <laughs> just gonna be that's gonna be a pure riff track, but whatever. We could talk about his sex addiction. Oh, we could. I believe Rob Lowe's got the sex addiction. Yeah. Believe believe me, there's so much about the 2004 version to attack <laughs> that it won't just be Rob Lowe. Now, is the 2004 version worse than? A return to Salem's Lot? No, nothing's worse than a return to Salem's Lot. <laughs> nothing. Rest in peace, Larry Cohen. <laughs> With all respect due to Larry Cohen and all mm-hmm. the great work that he's done, that thing's an actual steaming pile of dog shit. He just he but. just turned blue in his coffin when he fucking heard you say that, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's coming for me. I better yeah. not invite him in. He's a good man. He's a good man. All right, folks. Hell yeah. All right, folks out there, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Be well out there. Be safe. Have fun, guys. See you later. See ya. Bye. Very good. Very cool. I'm Vicky Burroughs. I'm Nancy O'Connor.